Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to the Where Join the Curls podcast. Before I begin, I just want to say that I love how some of you take my podcast with you wherever you go. I love that strangers around the world tune in. It's such a beautiful feeling. I try to imagine what you would be doing as you tune in. Like, are you riding a bus across your city? Are you on your way to work? Are you sitting in your backyard taking in the sun? Or are you on a walk? Did you share this episode with your best friend? Did I make you laugh, cry, smile, or deeply reflect? Were you drinking coffee, tea, or wine? But no matter what you're doing or wherever you're at, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get started. I recently overheard someone saying that I have taken my change in my lifestyle to the extreme. And my ego immediately wanted to jump out and defend itself. It was a bit confused. Like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? (laughs) But days later, I realized that for people who have not sat with me in a while, it may seem extreme. For people who are not actively working on themselves, it may seem extreme. For people who have not learned how to cope with life and adversities, it may seem extreme. But then another thought came up. And it was a realization that this person has the old version of me deeply engraved in their mind. People are grieving over a version of me that no longer and will no longer exist because I had to kill that part of me. That part of me could not come with me to this chapter of my life. I say this while understanding that every single person that occupies a space in my life is on a different chapter of my book. If you've recently met me, then you're meeting me at the healthiest version of myself. If you've known me for a while, but you're actively present, then you've seen my transformation and my growth and what it took for me to get here. But if you've known me for a while, but you're not actively present and we don't interact as much, then you're stuck on who I was and you don't see me for who I am now and for who I am becoming. You're in chapter three and I'm in chapter 10. Of course you don't understand what's going on. You don't understand what happens and you can't understand how all these changes that I have done were not made overnight. It was a slow death of the character. So many things that I had to leave behind. But because you're looking at my chapter 10 through your chapter three lenses, you would not understand. Of course it is extreme. But the most profound thing that this taught me, we don't talk about the loss that we experience when we separate from someone we shared a part of our lives with. Loss is not only through death. Loss also happens through relationships, friendships, and family. Because you had a pattern with this person or people. You would constantly text, hang out. They were constantly in your mind and space. It is a total loss when they are no longer a part of you. For a major part of my life, I have been mourning people and situations without realizing it. Whether that was my dad and I attracted people just like him, I acted out in his absence, I attempted to fill the void. Or with my ex which led me to become emotionally unavailable, yearning for his return. Or friends who I fell out with which made me not want to get close to others. 
Let me share with you a piece that I recently wrote after I went into this spiral of thinking. It says, I had to bury you while you were still alive. I had to dig a hole and gently place the box of what could have been or what should have been down. I had to burn the photos because the memories would never die. I had to put flowers over you for all that you did while in my life. I had to stop going to the places that I went with you because it became overwhelming to still feel your presence lingering around. I had to stop myself mid-laugh and swallow the joke because I could no longer text you about it. After the nine days, I had to stop mourning you because I realized that life would go on without you. I had to cry over you while knowing you're still alive. When we lose people, we don't just lose the title. We didn't just lose a lover, we lost someone who we confided in, someone who we shared intimate moments with, Someone whose smell and touch is deeply engraved in our skin. We didn't just lose our father. We lost someone who was supposed to walk us down the aisle. Someone who should have been at our graduations or helping us celebrate any and all achievements. We didn't just lose our friend. We lost someone who we cried to. Someone who would walk through the doors and be greeted by our family like they were family. Someone who would hype us up when we felt low. Someone who we had to make plans with before they left because we couldn't bear to not know when we would see them again. We didn't just lose our sibling, we lost someone who would fight for us, someone who would defend us, someone who grew up with us. And just how I felt that I buried my old self and people were trying to dig me back up is the same way that we're trying to unbury people who we lost connections with. It would never get back to how it used to be. It would never be the same no matter how hard we try. I was recently telling somebody that I owed myself an apology for all the time that I spent waiting. Waiting on people to change. Waiting on people to love me the way that I needed to love me. Waiting for them to act in accordance to my expectations. I needed to apologize to myself for thinking that there wouldn't be better. That I couldn't be better. This led me to think about a date that I went on a few years back. We usually would go out dancing. And Valentine's Day rolled up. And he had literally provided for me one of the top best dates of my life to date he was so detailed about it like he scheduled us for a spa we had dinner and then he gave me a gift and this gift it was an engraved gucci perfume with my name on it and if that wasn't enough as we're walking back to his car he had bought me flowers <laughs> and i'm laughing now but at the moment i started like crying because I just felt so loved at that moment and I felt so special. And I wasn't used to that much attention and affection. Or just to somebody going above and beyond for me. And I laugh now because I'm I'm sure he probably he was probably thinking like they don't buy this bitch any flowers. <laughs> they don't take her out. I'm sure he didn't. He's actually really nice. But anyways, I was thinking about this. As the universe sends you reminders that there is better out there. And we tend to convince ourselves that there's not. That we won't be able to move on. That we won't find better. That we can't do better. That we ourselves can't get the body that we want. That we can't get the knowledge, the awareness. That we can't get rid of the anger. And that is all a lie. We convince ourselves of this so that we don't go through the change that is necessary. And I wanted to tell you that if they wanted to, they would. Just as if you wanted to, you would. You should not fear the unknown. You shouldn't fear change. 
Again, we often tell ourselves that there is nothing better out there, but there is. We often tell ourselves we can't do certain things, but we can. But you must bury parts of you. And while you bury parts of yourself, please note that not everyone is okay with attending your funeral because you killing parts of yourself and becoming better would require them to make changes within themselves that they are not ready for. The amount of times that I have told people that I don't drink and without me asking, they give me millions of reasons why they have to drink. Or when I tell people why I gave up meat, and without me asking them, they'll give me 20,000 reasons why they have to eat it. Or with the gym, when I tell people that I'm actively working out, or they see me actively working out, they themselves will list me 20,000 reasons why they can't do it. So you showing up for you is a trigger for some people because they're not willing to take responsibility for their own life. Bury parts of you and of other people without mourning who you were with them or how great you think it was. There's better and you're going to do better. So I'll leave you with the question of who are you mourning? What situations are you still carrying? What pains are you unwilling to let go of? What time period is your mind stuck on? And release yourself from that. I'll leave this with the reminder of you are powerful. You are beautiful. You deserve your flowers. You deserve some luxury in your life. You deserve to recreate yourself to the best of your ability, regardless of what that looks like for others. You deserve to move on. You deserve better than what you've been giving yourself and what you allow people to give you. You deserve so much more and it's time that you go after it. Allow yourself to love, allow yourself to be loved. Allow yourself to escape the trap of I am like this and I need to stay like this because you don't. Allow yourself to feel the feelings, to feel the loss, but move on because there is better for you and it will come to you. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time.